0: We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh,
1: uh, We're Gabbing. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Gabbing. Gabbing. With Gracie. And Heather. All right, so I decided to completely break with the norm. Instead of drinking wine, I decided to drink beer tonight. It was just a beer kind of night. And uh, so I'm drinking like what I consider like an old man beer, but I really like it. Pabst Blue Ribbon. (laughs) Have you ever had that?
0: No, I actually haven't. And I've been long enough that I am surprised I have not had a sip of it at the very least.
1: Yeah. So I don't know that I really got it ever when I was in New York. I started drinking it when I was in my 20s because... Uh, a friend of mine, I was getting my wisdom teeth out and my friend was like, this is, oh, you know, my friend, it's Mike Jones from hey. the podcast, Pop Trash Podcast with Mike Jones and Eric Griggs. Everybody go listen to it. <laughs> so years ago, I was getting my wisdom teeth out and Mike Jones was like, hey, you're going to be on good drugs. You need to watch the movie Blue Velvet. Have you ever watched that movie? <laughs> Is that with Steve Morton? No, you're thinking of
0: my blue heaven.
1: Yes. Oh, my
0: goodness. Okay.
1: Yeah, blue velvet. So he's like, take the drugs they're going to give you for your wisdom teeth and watch blue velvet. And so there's this really funny scene that involves Pabst Blue Ribbon beer and Heineken. And so it became like an inside joke between the two of us that we would drink Pabst Blue Ribbon whenever we would go out to the bar. Oh,
0: okay. I I guess one day I'll I'll watch it. Yeah, that happens.
1: So I don't think you. Well, you know what? The wedding. I was gonna say I don't think you've seen where Mike and I are together and we're drinking. But the wedding that we were all at together, we were drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon together. You probably just didn't notice it. I
0: more than likely didn't. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So beer, and I would
0: prefer wine.
1: Whenever we're somewhere where there's alcoholic beverages involved. If they have Popspoo rib, we will um get a glass and toast.
0: Sounds good to me. I'll have a sip. I won't have the whole thing.
1: I think you would hate it. <laughs> I I as you know I'm
0: not a huge fan of beer. So I that's why I say a sip.
1: Yeah. You're willing to try. I'm willing you to try you can watch watch blue uh blue velvet instead. It's yes. a trippy movie. <laughs> well
0: I'm ready for it I think gosh I hope I don't fall asleep while watching it
1: I'm blanking on who's in it
0: Isabella Rossellini yes and because of course I had to like look it up and uh, Kyle McLaughlin which seems like if he's I guess he's an actor who likes trippy storylines because he was in a what do you call it
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Twin Peaks. There you go.
1: Yes. Yeah. So he was very young in this. This was pre Twin Peaks. Laura Dern's in it. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper's the, well, it would be Dennis Hopper and Kyle McCle- um, McClan. Well I, well, I can't say his name. McLaughlin. <laughs> McLaughlin. <laughs> I don't know why I was trying to put a claw in it uh so kyle happy mclaughlin happy. and dennis hopper are in the scene that has the the pap ribbon in it uh,
0: laura dern
1: the laura Stop dern now. is in so many things that i didn't realize until after she was in star wars and then i started noticing her and everything in star wars i didn't even know now i know yeah she's in the yeah. new star wars House of Hammer. I'm looking through my list Mm. of things on
0: IMDb that I've... uh,
1: You have to watch House of Hammer so we can discuss it. Okay. It is batshit crazy. All right. I am having
0: Summer in a Bottle, which is a drink Mm -hmm. that I have numerous times throughout the year. It's from the Wilfer Estate in Long Island, New York, and the year is 2021. It's a rosé.
1: Today, we are going to talk about one of our must-watch TV shows, Everything's Trash. We're going to talk about episodes 7, 8, and 9 of this season, season 1. We're, we're waiting. We're checking every day to see if they've officially declared a season 2. We did notice that they do have season 2 listed on IMDb, but we have not gotten the official word yet. So I'm hoping that's a good sign.
0: Me too. Yeah.
1: So we can get right into it. So episode seven is rom-coms are mostly trash and Phoebe tries to play matchmaker with Malika and Michael, but Malika sees this as an opportunity to fan old flames with her ex. Meanwhile, Jaden worries that he and Jesse have lost their spark, so they decide to spice things up. So this is a pretty spicy episode.
0: It is a very spicy episode where... It seems as though everything that could go wrong
1: could go wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Poor Jaden and Jesse, especially. So,
0: you know, Jaden just trying to, you know, surprise Jesse gets stabbed in the hand with a letter opener.
1: Yes. So don't approach uh, your significant other when they're listening to the murder gals and holding a sharp object in their hand. Lesson learned.
0: Lesson learned. I feel like that's the most important thing about their storyline right then and there. Just don't approach someone that you love with a sharp object.
1: Also, if they're in the bathroom, maybe don't try to do sexy time (laughs) unless you know for sure what they're doing in there.
0: Exactly. Wait until you actually hear the shower going off or on, I should say. Yeah. Then approach. But if it's absolute silence, just assume that it's funky times. Yeah,
1: but their storyline does bring up a good point slash message that I am not married, so maybe you can speak more on this about how life gets in the way of things and you have to really try, try, try to make sure that your significant other is feeling appreciated.
0: It definitely rings true because it's not just work that you have going on in your life. It's also a child. And in their case, he's trying to run for Senate. Am I correct? Or is it Congress? Uh,
1: person? Council person.
0: They're, oh, council. Whoa, I was totally wrong on both.
1: Brooklyn. Um, yes,
0: Brooklyn, indeed. And there's, they, they have a lot going on. So you have to find the time to connect with each other. You definitely do.
1: Yeah, very,
0: very difficult.
1: (laughs) So they brought that out in a very funny way. As they would. Yeah.
0: And then we have Phoebe, who suddenly deems Michael worthy of as a sex partner, essentially.
1: Yeah, because she spotted him in some state of naked that she was able to see his penis.
0: I mean, they're roommates. It was bound to happen
1: yeah yeah true enough mm-hmm. yeah like he earlier was it episode one he saw her chicken cutlet as he put it
0: uh, like it's <laughs> individuals mouths
1: yes at 100%. all times <laughs> they have a way with words and that
0: of course that scenario of them trying to hook up oh so awkward it was very very awkward she was looking fantastic and her little lingerie and just everything that he said was just, I i i felt everything that he said was wrong, obviously.
1: Yeah. He was like, she was very serious about it. And he was like, okay. Kind of did the, the dumb guy thing.
0: Yes. Sure. I'll dumb. fill
1: you up. <laughs> Let me just put my bike right here. Who, what, where, why? Like
0: wh- what kind of idea is that? I, I, why that's all I can say ask like why he's crazy
1: he is he's definitely he, I wonder how old they're all supposed to be he
0: skews younger
1: well he is hanging out with uh, are they high school or junior high the Chilean minors do you remember that from yes I think I it was the last I, time we were discussing I mean the episode, there are a lot one. of
0: people who are old.
1: No, it's more like that his crew, his video game crew are a bunch of kids. So he has that kind of like mentality. He's very childlike, which I mean it takes It's not necessarily time. bad. It you know, they Yeah. Well, uh, and I feel like society forces girls to grow up faster than they do boys. Like,
0: oh boom. Yeah. Mentally, they emotionally are. Yeah,
1: that's a whole nother topic. That is
0: a whole nother topic for a whole another part pod- We have so many topics for so many podcasts. Yeah, really keep up with it. But of course, the most serious storyline. Our dear friends' character, Takara Cash's Malika.
1: Yeah, uh, we
0: got to know a, lo- a little bit more about
1: Malika, which I was and her past. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We've gotten to know, I believe, all except for Michael.
1: Yeah, because they don't really talk about his family. He mentions that he knows Phoebe's mother. Exactly. We really don't know his history too much. So it sounds like they had been roommates for quite a while. And they're like really good friends. Yeah, he's not as fleshed out as the other ones are. So yeah, so we get to meet Bagel Guy, who is... Malika's ex-boyfriend, Damian, who is an NFL player, and now he has decided to open a bagel shop in Brooklyn. And uh,
0: Malika had high so, hopes for this individual, to be connecting with this
1: individual. Yeah, so they had broken up because she was kind of put her life on hold and was following him around with his career, since he has to travel so much being a football player, and that was a lot of fun but it got old really quickly, it sounded like, and they ended up breaking up so she could pursue her career. And now that she's doing really well, I guess she thought maybe since he was kind of more settled that they might be able to try it again.
0: Going well, realizes that he's still themed as though he won.
1: Yeah, like the mentality that he had before was still kind of there, where like there's this whole scene with, how he puts hot sauce, his grandmother's secret hot sauce recipe into some dough and the dough absorbs it and makes it great. And so he compares Malika to the hot sauce and she basically realizes he wants to go back to how things used to be where she just followed him around instead of her pursuing her career. Can't go back no matter how much you might want to. And it's just sexual relationships for the guy everything, not thinking twice
0: about your needs, but it's always about ways frustrating.
1: Yeah, and that goes back a little bit to society and how we raise our boys. Because at least now you're seeing probably more and more where people aren't necessarily doing that and are not putting up with that. It's more of an equal partnership. And you might have your significant other sacrifice during one period of the relationship, but then it, it's your turn later on to do the same for them. Exactly. So, I just realized, not to get off of Malika and Damian's storyline, but we we're since we were talking about Michael, he does mention that the perfume that Phoebe was putting on during their sexy time was the same perfume his mother wears. So yeah. that, that's <laughs> the, the extent of what we know about Michael's family. <laughs> That you you are right. I do remember that now that you brought it up. And I forgot all about that. But yeah, so we can go back to Bagel Guy and Malika. But I just wanted to bring that up before I forgot.
0: It would be that Michael's. You have yeah. to be unattractive as possible because those two can do. Malika and Michael need to be together. I don't know. I don't know if we need to have a together, but.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. We'll have to see. maybe there will be some revamping of something later on, like in season four or season five.
0: Just meet, you know, new characters to yeah. help all of our favorite catchables. Yeah, to help them. That's to... I feel like that's all that I could remiss at.
1: Well, there was a couple of things. Uh, Well, one thing is not
0: mostly trash. I mean, they're non-existent in a way.
1: They're not. They're underappreciated. They are. And this is some, yeah. So they're underappreciated. There's such a wide variety. It's really interesting to me how a lot of people will say they don't like rom-coms or they don't like romance books. But then when you think about, what they're watching or what they're reading they actually are technically rom-coms there's just so many different subgenres yeah. underneath that that they don't realize it
0: everyone likes a little
1: yes well we're seeing that with bridgerton <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go well i'd love to see what the majority of the fan base looks like
1: yeah that would be interesting Oh yeah. So what I really liked at the end was of this episode was there's like a recognizing that Phoebe cuz Phoebe we didn't really get into this but in this episode Phoebe was really pushing Malika to go out with Michael and Malika kind of being the smart person that she is turned it around and maybe made Phoebe think that she wanted to go after Michael. So at the end they had their heart to heart like they do. Because they're ride or die, and <laughs> Phoebe recognized that she was doing she was interfering in Malika's love life because she didn't want to deal with her own shit since her and Ham Ham are on the outs, uh, and they had this really sweet, but very funny scene at the end where uh, she proposes to Malika with a bagel ring, <laughs> which I thought was really cute. You're
0: just so sweet with each other. Yeah.
1: And they threw in the comedy. She almost got knocked out by a football, but she did not drop the bagel. Oh, so, yeah. So, this was like serious as far as like relationships and things like that, but they still brought the funny. Like the, the scene with uh, Jaden and Michael and the pickles. And he's like, Oh, do you want to bite of my gherkin?
0: Shave my head. I was like,
1: Yeah. What again <laughs> on here.
0: I feel like I'm asking, I ask myself so crazy that man. Time, yeah. The, uh, the the writers are like really good with this, and the acting yeah. obviously because it's so believable. Because mm-hmm. ha- I'm like shaking my head. And I'm like, no, he didn't. Oh my god! Like I'm constantly like, y'all really? And I have to say, that's what makes the show good for mm-hmm. me because it makes it real. Again, yeah, relatable. I mean, I don't say some of the same, but I can say he in not land this-
1: And you might think it too. So one thing I want to ask you is, would you try a cornbread bagel sandwich with salt pork, cream cheese, and black-eyed peas?
0: No, just too much.
1: I can't imagine what a cornbread bagel would taste like.
0: I wouldn't mind a corn black-eyed pea. The other thing, like I just don't Mm -mm.
1: salt pork, cream cheese. Which I'm a vegetarian, so I wouldn't eat the salt pork. But I think that that would actually be like a really good combination. Because the salt pork would kind of be, like, salty where the cream cheese is more sweet. And that's, like, a good flavor combination. But, like, I'm wondering, like, I would definitely try a cornbread bagel because I would wonder what the consistency and everything would be like. But, yeah, you're a cornbread person, so no. I can see you eating that. Like, you used to always eat cornbread muffins. I don't I know like if you still mom- do. I, don't know. I can have a
0: cornbread.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to remember what black-eyed peas tastes like. They they don't have that much of a flavor.
0: I guess maybe it's for
1: textures. So? Yeah, it could be. Right. But I, if there was a vegetarian version of this, I would try it. We need to find Abuji, Abuji Bakery that will have some cornbread bagel. When,
0: you know, like the other episode when they were.
1: The croissants.
0: Uh, yeah, the croissants. Exactly.
1: I don't say it as good as uh, Takara slash Malika does.
0: Well, we'll have her to say it yes. Nothing new.
1: Retired. <laughs> so that's really all I had about this episode. Yeah, Did you have I, any final thoughts on rom coms are mostly trash?
0: I feel like these next two episodes are another set of like <laughs> remind us of the big hand in Phoebe's brain, which is Hamakonda.
1: <laughs> okay, so yeah, so the next episode, episode eight is being an auntie is trash so this is the one where phoebe and ham ham are still broken up she is very distracted it opens up the the episode opens up to her reading frederick Douglass, and hamilton is blowing up her phone trying to text her being like can we talk can we talk can we talk so she decides that she's going to, like, distract herself by masturbating to ignore him. And as she put it, me crumpet is dry, isn't it? <laughs> because all of her go-to people uh, are trash. Can, yeah, are, can, cannot distract her from Hamilton. And Tried to use
0: photos.
1: Yeah. Doesn't work. Finally, she
0: grabs her Frederick Douglass book.
1: Oh that I was on the floor. I was like,
0: really? Whatever works, I
1: guess. And doesn't he say with... something? Of course oh, she, she goes, she goes, Frederick, you're all I have left. And he goes, not again. And she's <laughs> like, Shh <laughs> <laughs> Poor Frederick Douglass.
0: Oh, she did go with it. I couldn't remember. And mind you, I had it like playing in the background, but of course. Um, oh,
1: I wrote that shit down. <laughs> I was like, wait, did he just go not again? This is not the first time? What is going Apparently on? Apparently not. It's not going to be the last oh time. Look
0: yeah, go see what's inside it that's making her go all kinds of crazy.
1: I know, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's just kind of the intro to this episode. This is the episode where they get interns. So, they have Cleo, Michelle, and Justin. And Justin is also known as FOMOMO. That's what... <laughs> Phoebe nicknames him Momo and then she declares him Fomomo because he has a mock mohawk and the foe is she has a fear of missing out on his mock mohawk. So yeah, so Phoebe... How does she come up with things? But anyhow... It's it's genius.
0: The the title itself, I thought Auntie, like I thought it was a little Auntie. I thought it was just going to be like how she is Hitting her knees and she but that went completely. I'm awkward.
1: there for that because I want more of her knees <laughs> I want more of her niece, too. She's yeah. freaking adorable. We want yeah. more of her, but she's auntie to the interns. And so Malika tells her to be serious, to take things seriously, but Phoebe is just not capable. So she ends up taking her interns out. And they're trying to learn from her, but she decides that they need to go out and be adventuresome. And they take that way too literally. (laughs) Literally. Like,
0: I thought I was very literal. They are very, a toilet?
1: There was a lot of things like that going on because what did they call it? Hashtag, oh, hashtag trash challenge. So they end up leaving her, getting super drunk and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, posting it on social media.
0: And I feel like that's it. Like they get into trouble, which I feel bad. Like she winds yeah. up letting them go.
1: Yeah, she has to fire them, and I'm glad that Malika made her do it.
0: But at the same time, just a softy. But well, do this, but we were. And you can't like. Take it probably really.
1: Yeah, it probably came down from higher ups because they did all of that stuff. It's not like they. I mean, lots of people do dumb, stupid stuff. When they're their age, but then they posted it all over with the tag Different "trash challenge. challenge," which brings it back to the podcast.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And
1: I just so yeah, that was like the main part of the episode. There was also the the Jaden and life. Jesse town hall, which leads up to.
0: But first, Jaden fell into the one of the river, not once but twice which was disgusting when I saw that he st- he got out yeah. of the water got back on stage and was yeah. still talking 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 and he was so like nauseous from being pulled out he fell back in I just had a laugh like I actually laughed out loud yeah
1: yeah that was pretty funny oh, all because Jesse tells him to back that ass up <laughs> And she's super into Obama. That was like a funny part of that episode too. Like she, she calls him Baby Obama, and an kind of gets him to emulate Barack Obama. And she mentions something about like his breath smells like lemon. Like she starts to talk about like a fantasy she has of <laughs> Obama. That I was like, go, Jesse. <laughs> okay she's really getting into that but yeah so that kind of led up to him falling into the east river because he's trying to seize the what does she say seize the seize the environment or something like that Girl, I
0: don't
1: oh know taking her. trying to own the space that's what it was oh okay yeah okay. so like obama he needs to own the space that he's in he tried um, to own the river the river owned him so yeah that was pretty funny
0: that's a good one yeah but the town hall does lead to as you were saying yeah
1: yeah at the very end Mm -hmm. since phoebe's there to support her brother and hamilton's there for stupid tom weaver
0: uh, i didn't make that connection (laughs) until uh five minutes ago i was like
1: he was there (laughs) you're just a complete denial
0: (laughs) i was like wait a second Oh, that's right. He's okay there. Like, hello. I guess I think sometimes I just get so into things that I don't think sometimes.
1: But because you don't see him doing a whole lot for Tom Weaver in the actual episodes. That's well, a lot of it's behind the scenes.
0: Exactly. So I guess it's easy to forget, oh the car I
1: got distracted. Sorry. It's just it's nice a good distraction.
0: I, you're absolutely right. I it, I just you know, I just see him talking to her and they're talking about you know, each other, work is hardly ever brought up, so.
1: Yeah, so like you said, they're not talking about Tom Weaver or the election when they're they're together. It really only comes up when external forces are out.
0: Exactly. Like she pushes Hammond off the
1: (laughs) Into a car on the dirty road.
0: She is freaking strong, because if I were to do that, maybe that person would take one step, and that's about it.
1: Like, he, he was doing? completely caught off guard, though, too. But, yeah, she really shoved him good.
0: She did shove him good. Quite the attractive guy, so I could totally see why yeah. she's um relaxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So this episode ends with Hamilton saying to Phoebe, we need to talk. And then yes. they kind of walk off it's into awesome. the metaphorical sunset, I guess.
0: <laughs> it's the bedroom sunset.
1: Yeah. So that brings us to episode eight. Or no, yes. we just talked about episode eight. Episode oh, nine. nine. United <laughs> Fronts are trash. So this <laughs> this episode opens up with a major sex fest where they keep having sex and being like, we really need to talk. And then they have sex again.
0: We, we should really, really
1: talk. talk. So it's one of those avoidance type like, ta- tactics that they have.
0: They never get to it. Get to it.
1: Yeah, they do. Because he does... She basically is like, you need to apologize to me. And then he is like, I was completely in the wrong. Because as people might remember, the whole situation was because he lied and didn't tell her that he had a daughter. That's such
0: such a major thing to not talk about. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, like I can understand like you don't want somebody to meet your kid right away. But you need to let them know like immediately that kid is in existence. Yeah, not cool ham ham.
0: No, not cool. I don't think I. I don't think I'm gonna forgive him for that myself. So I can. Yeah. Malika and even Michael being like, "Ugh, Hamilton." Yeah,
1: yeah. Like mostly Malika was very vocal about it, yes. and she's even like, "I'm sorry. I want to support you, but
0: she can't, no. She like it. It's such a great episode in showcasing like how much you're willing to be there for your friend, and then you just. Can't take it anymore, and you just let it all out. And you, yeah, and that your friend is dating.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a very, like, um, delicate oh, situation, oh, and you have to have the right kind of relationship, first of all, to get away with it, mm-hmm. like Malika and Phoebe have. And you have to be really careful about how you go about it.
0: And on top of that, Phoebe still hasn't said anything,
1: yeah, so. That's kind of one of the things with this episode. It's like, okay, well, if you, if we want an honest and serious relationship, you need to talk to your brother. So, the big thing in this episode is that they have a dinner party, mm-hmm. which brings together Hamilton and Phoebe, uh-huh. Michael, yeah. Malika, Jesse, Jaden. <laughs> and she does it up. Uh, like, I, I feel for her in this episode because she has the nice dress on, she makes a really nice dinner, she gets cake. Apparently, yellow cake is a big fancy thing.
0: I guess we need a...
1: Yeah, I'm not really a cake person, but mm-hmm. yellow cake is a thing, apparently, that people really like.
0: I guess so. I don't know. I just have Dominican cake all the time. Or I-
1: is Dominican cake what we had at your wedding shower? It was, I remember it was good. I don't, I don't like know very what sweet. the
0: difference is from any other cake, because it's all I've ever really had.
1: Doesn't it have, like, um, Trace leches or something in it, like that, like, know. super sweet?
0: For the filling? Like, that middle part?
1: I don't know. I just remember being, like, super sweet like that, like a super sweet, like, milky. That was a long time ago. Can somebody tell us? <laughs> Someone look it up and just
0: tell us because I can't be bothered.
1: I but, yeah. <laughs> Who has made Dominican cake? Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Anywho. It, I, I feel like it's like, good, though.
0: It is very good. It is very good. Try it out if you live near a Dominican. some cake.
1: Um, okay. So I don't want to be like, I was right, but because I don't know for sure. But when I put in Dominican cake, chesleche's cake came up. <laughs> three milk cake I don't know but there's cake. probably that's different like, kinds too There's
0: there's um there's piña which is where it's guayaba which is guava and there's other flavors that go in them that could be tres leche so
1: I yeah have
0: no idea whatsoever all I know is that it's good
1: Okay yeah. one is saltado leche Yeah that's probably more like the filling determine what it is but I feel like any And the frosting Yeah so I don't know it's got some kind of extra love in it. It looks good. I don't like cake, but it looks... Oh,
0: okay, so at I'm it. watching... I'm sorry. I'm trying to bring it back. Oh,
1: bring it back. <laughs> I'm staring at cake.
0: <laughs> because we have Malika sitting down with Brooklyn dads and murder gals.
1: Yes. So how they can
0: ask for, essentially, a race together. And sh- she freaking gets backstabbed.
1: Yeah, so she brings oh. them together to be, like, united <sighs> fronts. The red herring was... The freaking murder gals, when they went to lunch, they were like, statistically speaking, you're less likely to be murdered meeting someone for lunch than dinner. And Malika's like, what?
0: They they murder her.
1: <laughs> That's when she should have uh, just walked away. Yeah, because they professionally tried to murder her. <laughs> so she gets them to agree that they should all get and together. I
0: have, to, I, I have to point out, it's four white people against one black person. So it's like, of course.
1: yeah. And they say stupid shit too. Like the Brooklyn dads, I remember they were doing that whole like we don't want to silence women. Yes. Ugh. Shit again. Yet then immediately silencing her. I'm just, Brooklyn dads are the worst.
0: Why She would meet up with them. But since we've already had like multiple storylines, I feel like with these yeah. two podcasts, it's like
1: Yeah. I mean, they are funny. They bring in like some some extra comedy she gets them to agree that they're going to be a united front and then they immediately turn around and tattle on her to jacks cuz that's how they will be
0: that's sounds- how yeah The key point of this episode is that Phoebe wanted to have a dinner to bring Mm -hmm. Aiden and Hamaconda together, and she needed Malika and Michael to, well, I don't know about Michael because Michael's a hot mess, but she needed.
1: (laughs) She needed that united front.
0: Exactly.
1: And it seemed like it was going well Mm -hmm. for a hot minute. And then Tom Weaver texted Hamilton and brought that back into the space, and it went downhill and
0: very fast
1: yeah and apparently jesse was drinking a lot of gin and tonics as one does i cannot say anything bad about that because when i drink gin and tonics (laughs) i drink a lot of them as well and so in the middle of everybody kind of like getting at each other jesse throws up all over hamilton and phoebe loses her dang mind which i appreciate because like i started to say earlier like she put everything into that dinner and they didn't appreciate it like at all. And like, that's another relatable thing. Cause I feel like we've all had that type of situation where we have a dinner party or we have some kind of get together or we, we do something where we put a lot of effort into it. Like we make sure everything's clean. We make sure everything looks nice, that everybody's going to have a good time. And then people will come in and just be like, Oh, whatever.
0: That will happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's frustrating, and most times it is like family that does that because they're so comfortable. Like they get yeah. into that, like, uh, "Well, we didn't want anything fancy." Well, I tried to make it nice for you. Can you just say thank you and appreciate it? No, let's just keep it. Moving. I just triggered myself to previous Christmases. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's like you put the nice stuff out. You make little like trees out of vegetables. <laughs>
0: Okay, I need to come over so I can see what you are going to make and appreciate you for all of your hard work.
1: Do like a cheese tray, put on a dress, charcuterie charcuterie board. Yeah. So, yeah, but anyway, I digress. So, yeah, I felt like that was like really relatable how like you try really hard and then people don't appreciate it. And like sometimes you're just like, man, I really hate you all right now. (laughs) But It was super cute at the end where Hamilton was like, that was really hard. But I realized I like doing hard things with you and I'm all in. So that was super sweet.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So so cute together.
1: Yeah. So while while Phoebe wanted Malika and Michael to be a united front to join, to get Jaden to join in, the episode made it so that Phoebe and Hamilton were united front for real. For, like, the first time, really. Official,
0: official. Yeah. However, her face at the end, it's, like, it's winning. Like, it's its, it's a lot for her. She's not a person yeah. that's been in a relationship.
1: She's definitely well, not used to it.
0: our knowledge, you know.
1: Well, based off of what, like, the hurtful things that Jaden has said to her, it sounds like she's never really been too serious about anyone.
0: I will that and that perhaps
1: so she's kind of reactionary to that
0: i i i think so
1: that I, first love got her it could be it i mean uh, and and it may not be it,
0: it just be that she just hasn't had that opportunity oh, right. in the past yeah
1: but i guess we'll find out
0: more in more interesting i think if there was like something that happened in the past
1: yeah The past always makes things more interesting. So yeah, I really enjoy these episodes and I'm looking forward to talking about the final one next time. One thing I will note here is at the very end of the podcast, they mention how Limelight is liking everything Mm -hmm. that they put on their social media and how Limelight is the bigger podcasting company and how they need to try to go get a meeting with them because Malika's
0: trying. Malik trying again to talk to Jax and it's just like
1: yeah and I think does Jax only give them like a cost of living raise
0: girl I don't even
1: like it's the bare minimum like mm-hmm. Jax is phoning in their negotiations.
0: well she's talking to Jax now I deserve even if they're jealous uh, of me, Bethany
1: oh my gosh that, that's really funny I had to look up who Bethany Frankel was I had I no idea know. Just, like a business business woman she was
0: on a reality television oh. and then she got mm-hmm. skinny th-
1: okay because it was yeah. funny too because I didn't know who she was and I watched I watched that episode had to look her up and then I was watching something else and she came up again and I was like have I just <laughs> missed all these references to Bethany Frankel <laughs> this there rando is- chick I don't know who she is
0: She is up there. Oh, yeah. She's been around for some time now. And she probably has, like...
1: I'm looking it up again because I looked it up and then I was like, I forget. She... Okay. So, she is currently distributing truckloads of emergency items to people in need. So, that's good. Okay. So, she is a, a television personality. As well. So she's an American businesswoman, television personality, entrepreneur, philanthrop- philanthropist, and author. Okay. Skinny girl. I guess I've heard of them.
0: It's um, alcoholic,
1: Low calorie. Yeah. yeah or
0: exactly.
1: Okay. She was in the Real Housewives of New York. There you go. I know she was um, on. And she was on Skating with the Stars. Skating with the Stars. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: I never heard of it. That must have lasted five episodes. And they were like, no, this is not going to work.
1: She finished in second place. Uh, She was in a TV show, a TV series, a reality series called Bethany Getting Married. Later retitled Bethany Ever After. That was back in 2010. I don't know who she is at all. She's married to... Entertainment executive, Peter Sussman, that, or she was for a year. His name sounds familiar. Girl. Okay. So she's married to Jason Hoppe. At the oh, so in 2005, she was on The Apprentice, Martha Stewart. Really? I'm actually not surprised. Now that I'm looking at all the things that she's on, I'm not surprised that I have no idea who she is because I'm not into any of this. Stuff. I am
0: not into any of that, but I just know who she is.
1: Yeah. It's
0: on Shark Tank.
1: Um Her book is yeah. The Skinny Girl Dish, Easy Recipes for Your Naturally Thin Life. She yeah. Probably- yeah, she's she's quite thin. But anyway. We digress. That's <laughs> so yeah, it was just funny because I forget what the other. Oh, it was the good place. Tahani like name drops her, and I was like, "What?"
0: She as we name drops anything and everything.
1: Yes, um, <laughs> that was a good show. That was it was. Show. It was. I I was crying hilar like sobbing. When I finished watching it, the end the last episode again. I
0: didn't want it to end. I, it took me some.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I paused and took a break before I watched the last season too, because I didn't want it to end.
0: Yeah. Then I forgot about it.
1: (laughs) Okay. To bring it back to the show. So we're going to talk about episode 10 and overall how we feel about the show, the first season in general And what our hopes and dreams are for the future 15 or so seasons that we want to come out.
0: I cannot. Big time.
1: You'll have to tune in for another episode to hear our thoughts on Election Night is Trash. Thank you. Thank you for the Yeah. And uh, let us know what your thoughts are on the show so far. And if you liked these episodes. Please and please. what would you do for your hashtag Trash Challenge? We didn't talk about that, but that that's an interesting thing to think about. That, maybe
0: we can talk about it next time.
1: Yeah, and if we had any, I that's what I'm thinking. That is, I feel like my Trash Challenge was that night that we went to BBQ, and I drank and drank and drank, but only had a spinach salad, and then puked into my scarf multiple times on the subway. <laughs>
0: And I—I I mean, if we're gonna run with that theme, to ago, <laughs> and I'm too old to be doing that. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Okay, crazy. yeah, I think I was—I was probably in my twenties when I—I I had my my trash challenge moment. I might have been in my early thirties, actually. No, early 30s. I early was early. gonna say I might have been in my early thirties because that might have been the weekend that the next day I was like super hungover. And I decided I was going to go across the street to get pizza. And I was in the elevator at my building. And this guy that I was like friendly with got in the elevator and he looked like trash. And he like looks over at me and he's like, yeah, we can't do this anymore. We're too old. <laughs> and I was like, I feel that. <laughs> but I don't, I don't have anyone to look at to say that too. So
0: yeah. <laughs> I just have to look in the mirror. Yeah. And I guess I don't look at it enough.
1: Them. All right. Well everybody have a great rest of your day. And thanks for <laughs> listening to Gavin. Gabby. Gabby. Go buy us a coffee so we're awake. <laughs> no Jesus. And follow <laughs> us on Instagram. At Gabin Podcast. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram at Gabin Podcast.
0: We're Gavin. Uh, uh, we're Gabbin. We're Gabbin. Uh, uh, we're Gabbin. We're Gabbin. Uh, uh, we're Gabbin. Uh, uh,